This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything hey. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Also brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Today, the Minister of Agriculture announces $6 million in livestock research and a freeze on Crown Land grazing leases for 2023. Where areas are dry and stocking levels can't reach their potential, lease rates may go down for the first time. Real Agriculture looks at U.S. farm policy that's being developed right now, and the farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Agriculture Minister David Merritt has announced $6 million in support for livestock research in Saskatchewan. Merritt made the announcement this morning at the annual Saskatchewan Livestock Conference in Saskatoon. The government of Saskatchewan and the government of Canada are uh, giving $6 million into uh, 34 different livestock and feed-related research projects here in the province of Saskatchewan, which is an increase of about 900000 from what we did last year. And last year, I think there was 28 projects, and this year there's 34. So what are some of the key highlights of the projects? Well, I mean, I mean, it looks at a wide range of things. And also, we have to uh, also talk about our industry partners, too. They're investing just under 300000 into these research. There's seven different partners that do that. But some of the examples that we're doing is, is looking at the post-weaning management of both for beef and dairy cross calves in Western Canada, looking at uh, improving feed efficiency for pork production through the use of thermal profiles. There's uh, optimizing temperature requirements for pigs to reduce energy use in swine operations. So there's, uh, and even to down to decomposition of manure management as well. So there's a, ve- a w- wide variety of both from the livestock side and the feed side as well, Jim. Why do these projects? How important is the livestock industry? Well, it's, it's very important to the province of Saskatchewan. Obviously, we want to see, you know, we want to see our gross product rise. We, we're trying to hit a target of $3 billion in livestock sales here in the province. We want to see value-added livestock processing increase to $10 billion. So there's great opportunities here. And what it really does is this research helps our uh, livestock sector be very competitive globally. When we see clients around the world are really looking at what is the environmental footprint of the livestock sector and, and that, and, and we're doing it in all of it. We did announce it in the crop research a few weeks ago. We feel it's very important for us to be leaders in the livestock sector as well. And when we have as many trading partners and companies coming here looking at our livestock genetics, it's important for us to look at all aspects of the livestock sector here in Saskatchewan to see it grow and make sure our ranchers are very competitive globally. And you're making the announcement at the Beef Industry Conference in Saskatoon? Yes, I am. The Beef Conference, I'll be there for probably most of the day. 
it's a very important conference for the livestock sector here in, in, in Saskatchewan to see the growth in it. We'll have some great presentations from Obviously, the faculty of the U of S and the, in the livestock sector are, are very well known, not only in this province, but known globally, too. We'll be giving some presentations as well, and along with some other things that we will be adding into the announcement. Now, I understand you may have a trade mission to India in uh, the next month. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, actually, we're, we'll be heading over uh, around the 13th of February. We're heading to uh, India and to Dubai. Obviously, two of our bigger trading uh Customers, obviously, everybody knows in the in, from India industry, from India, it's the uh, pulse side and obviously the canola side as well. There, there's a big pulse conference in India that we will be participating in, and then we will spend a few days in Dubai, where we have obviously not only just canola crush capacity there, but we also have pea and lentil buyers there as well that are big processors. We will be meeting with them to build relationships. As you know, we have a trade office in Dubai now, so. It's really important that we build a relationship with with our customers there. And these these are very important customers. They're looking at what we do here in Saskatchewan from the crop side and how we do it and how we grow it. And it's important to their customers that they see what the uh, impact is on the environment on the primary production. And we have a great story to tell, and that's what we're doing. We're going to convey the message that our farmers are doing here in the province of Saskatchewan and growing, obviously, the most sustainable crops not only in Canada, but globally. And it's a story that we're very proud to tell, and we will continue to do that. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture for Saskatchewan. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spalley on 620 CKRM. Agriculture Minister David Merritt has announced a rate freeze charged to producers who lease crown grazing land in 2023. As well, Merritt says lessees who are forced to reduce stocking rates on crown land due to ongoing dry conditions are eligible for a rent reduction. He says the maximum rent reduction would be 50%. He says the 2023 rate reduction will match the reduction in carrying capacity, ranging from a 20% rate drop up to a maximum of 50%. Well, obviously, we really wanted to be proactive. Uh, you know, obviously, we still see in the southwest there's some concerns with moisture levels and how that might you know, play out for the year. So we thought we'd be proactive, and that's kind of where we're at. And announcing that we'd freeze the rates for the 2022 level rather than moving them. And our formula for the pasture rates is really based on cap prices in the fall. That's kind of a likely thing. And we probably would have seen an increase, but we thought we'll freeze them at the 2022 level. And then if some of the uh, pasture pay Patrons and uh, leaseholders of, uh, you know, whether it's private uh, on Crown land or private lease or community pasture type of thing, that we will, uh, if they pull some animals off, then we will uh, rebate their or cut the lease rate by that number by every day, like whatever the case may be. So uh, up to a maximum of 50%. Merit says such action has never been done before. It took a lot of discussion. Obviously, it has a revenue implication to the province as well. So you have to go through the proper channels to get approval through you know, finance and treasury. And we did all that and uh, worked through cabinet and uh, just took some time. But we thought it was important to do it. Merritt says producers in some western parts of Saskatchewan are concerned about water supplies. Well, there is some snowpack. I've been, you know, I've been down there. A lot of it's in my constituency. I see it. And in other parts, there isn't. Uh, you know, we're obviously worried about the moisture side, but we're also worried about the water side. Sometimes in some of those pastures, their main water source is uh, dugout water, and sometimes they'll pull them off early but because the water is, is low supply. So hopefully we don't have to. Hopefully we don't have to use the program, 
Uh, I, I mean, we sure don't want to, but in the event that uh, some of the pasture feels that they feel they have to do it, then this gives them an opportunity to actually, you know, uh, mitigate some of their revenue side. Merritt had further comments. The true custodians of the land are the, are the patrons, and we just want to recognize that. And, and really, it's a way to show our appreciation of them looking after our native pasture lands that, you know, that we don't want them overgrazed. And I know they don't. And I know I talked to quite a few that did pull cattle last year early or pulled some of them off. So we just want to be able to reciprocate that way. Merritt says the rent reduction would cut provincial revenues from one to three and a half million dollars. We got some letters with some some of the pastures last year that where they pulled them off and were just we're concerned about it. So we looked at it and said, okay, uh, as a result of that, I think we ended up with about six letters last year from uh, some of the uh, pasture groups that were saying that they pulled their animals off early or pulled some off, right? So we just thought, you know, it was important for us to be proactive if, in the event that we have to do it again. On another topic, this week several First Nations asked the province to cancel an upcoming sale of Crown leases on farmland. Here's Merritt's response. We have a very good process on on uh, making sure of that. I mean, we make sure that the First Nations know, FSIN knows, uh, everything is posted and uh, letters are sent out. We've had, uh, you know, we've always making sure the communication side and um, letting them aware of what we're doing. And um, so we're very, very comfortable on what we do in the process we do. Uh, it was a process that was even, we worked with First Nations in designing it. So, um, you know, I'm very comfortable with what our folks do to make sure that First Nations know when uh, land is going up for public auction. And they're, they're known 60 days ahead of time. So there's lots of notice for them to uh, act if they feel they want to act. And if they do, we've had cases where we'll pull it off and they're, they express an interest. So we've done that as well. Saskatchewan has about 6 million acres of Crown land under grazing leases. Coming up after the farm weather, the chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association discusses the rental rate changes. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. We're going to talk some ag policy, a lot of talk in the U.S. right now, but what happens with these farm bill negotiations and what does it mean for all the countries that are watching this very closely? I had a chance to talk to one of the keynote speakers, Dr. Joe Outlaw of Texas A&M University. Here's our discussion. What are some of the key features that may be a little bit under the consideration of change? Well, one of the things starting off is that over the past, say, six years, uh, beginning with President Trump, uh, there was there has been an enormous infusion of ad hoc payments, either through coronavirus food assistance program or the uh, MFP program that was designed to offset trade, uh, the trade war we, we have with China. So, it has been interesting because as far as producers go, they got a lot of ad hoc money four or five years ago, and it kind of fixed their balance sheets a little bit. And so even, and prices have really risen. 
but along with that, we've got you know input costs have soared, and 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 so it's putting it's putting a little bit of crimp in the fund. At these prices, producers would normally be making enormous profits, but not because not this time because of the higher input costs. One of the things that that uh, has happened is we've gotten, and again, President Trump started this by tapping the CCC or Commodity Credit Corporation which is kind of the credit card for our farm programs. And what that means is is that uh, Congress, uh, the Farm Bill allocates money to ARC and PLC, the, the Title I, the, the main safety net provisions uh, that they're provided everyone at, at no cost. And and so throughout the year, as payments are being made, uh, appropriations bills have to replenish that that's checking uh, the CCC, and and lately President Trump did it with uh, some of those programs I, mean, I talked about initially. Uh, they started tapping that fund, which basically drains it for paying other types of payments until there's another appropriations bill that that, that provides the money back. That is a different thing because uh, the Biden administration has done that as well for uh, climate smart uh, commodities. It was supposed to be one billion out of that fund, and it ended up being three billion dollars out of that fund, and so that's that's significant money. And so there are a lot of uh, in ag policy. You can say what is the what are the programs? What are the safety net programs that are going to help producers? But that's only part of the story. You got to you got you to peel back and look at what's going to happen with how we're going to fund this, keep the CCC funded if we keep doing these uh, ad hoc type assistance. Uh, and then, and and then more recently, uh, we have in this country and in probably the last three or four appropriations bills provided ad hoc assistance for disasters which is kind of goes against the grain of, of, of this. We've built out a very, very extensive and good uh, crop insurance program in this country. And and so you kind of wonder if, if the, why are we doing both? And so uh, I know that they've kind of, they've kind of got it where our uh, ad hoc disaster assistance is paying part of the, the uh, deductible area for two producers but uh, again it just it just begs the question is that the best use of the funds and so the farm bill to get to your point the, the farm bill is a lot of different things and most people are trying to figure out what's the best use of the funds and number two are we going to have any new money to do anything to make this next bill better this is a farm bill that's going to be negotiated without some farm bill stalwarts like uh, Colin Peterson. Right. Um, so we're going to need, uh, obviously, some people to step up here in a bipartisan way to push whatever this farm bill looks like to push it across the finish line. Right. And and, and I, I will today, I'm going to say that I don't think it happens this year. Uh, not, not that the folks aren't going to try and they're going to try hard. And maybe it happens, but I just think that Washington politics is such right now that it's going to be very difficult to move a bill. Uh, and it's two for two reasons. One, politics, and two, uh, they're going to have to have a cash infusion to make this bill better, or why even worry about doing a bill? I don't think it happens this year, and it's not the work, end of the world. We've always extended and moved on and, and got it done on a reasonable time frame anyway. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. 
The Real Agriculture Report has been brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Cloudy today with 60% chance of light snow. Wind north 30, gusting to 50. The high today around that minus 4 mark, and that's where we're at right now. The low minus 10 with temperature rising to minus 3 by morning. Thursday, 5 centimeters of snow mixed with rain early in the afternoon. Wind southwest 30, gusting to 50, becoming northwest 50, gusting to 70. The high plus 3 tomorrow. Evening periods of snow with a low minus 10. Friday cloudy, 60% chance of flurries, the high minus 11, the low minus 31. Saturday sunny, the high minus 21, low minus 25. Sunday cold again, sunny, the high minus 22, the low minus 27. Monday sunny, the high minus 21, the low minus 23. Tuesday sunny, the high minus 19. Normal high for this date minus 10, the normal low minus 22. The sun rose at 8.43 this morning. It sets at 5.38 tonight. And currently around the province, the hot spot again, Maple Creek at minus 1. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at minus 23. Estevan minus 6. Saskatoon minus 3. Swift Current minus 5. Weyburn minus 4. Yorkton minus 7. Cloudy in Regina minus 4. That's 25 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north, northwest at 19. Humidity is 95%. We have cloudy sky in Moose Jaw, minus 3, winds are from the west-northwest at 22. Once again, Regina, cloudy and minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. The chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, Arnold Balicki, welcomes the province's decision to freeze Crown Land rental rates for this year and implement rate reductions where needed. Oh, it is absolutely a big deal for, for uh, the southern part of the province. Uh, you know, for the last couple, two or three years, that's something um, that's been discussed at the SEA table. And, uh, you know, we, we tried to convince the province to look at that, and we're so happy that today they've made the announcement. They recognize the importance of that. And to have this shelf-ready program, hope we never have to use it, but to have this shelf-ready program where the rates are going to be frozen, where... Uh, you know, you, if you reduce your numbers on, on your pasture, there'll be a, a rate reduction for leases. That's something we've asked for. They've listened, and we really appreciate it. Balicki says the rate freeze offers more flexibility for producers. When you have a shelf-ready program, then you have something that you can kind of count on as a backup plan, and that's what this is, a backup plan. If we, they don't get the moisture in the southern part of the province or along that western corridor of Alberta, then they know this is going to kick in. 
without that certainty, then, you know, you're just kind of in a, in a mix. Balicki was asked about pasture conditions. Well, uh, I can tell you I have a, a rancher friend in the southwest who uh, always uh, grazes through the winter and uh, they have enough snow now they've had to pull the cattle off and they're buying feed which is a double shortage so now they're buying feed but now he's thinking well okay if we get moisture i can turn the cattle out earlier in the springtime so uh, i think it's all good they're they're happy with uh, with with what they're seeing there are still pockets that don't have enough moisture and we're, we're really hoping that that improves as, as we go, get into the spring area Balicki says the snow should help replenish dugouts and other water bodies in southern Saskatchewan. He also commented on the $6 million in livestock research projects announced today by the Provincial Minister of Agriculture. Oh, that's, you know, extremely important. You know, research is an important part of our, our uh, industry moving forward and, and these research dollars uh, and the projects they're going to bring on board are, are going to be really important for our producers to increase production uh, so we get better value out of our cattle. Arnold Balicki is a producer in Shellbrook and chair of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed during the past week. Provincial cattle specialist Fonda Froats says feeder cattle volume sales were much higher this past week. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed amongst the weight categories for both steers and heifers on the January 20th report. Good news is that prices remained strong, but the top and bottom and weight categories seemed to drop off while there was some modest increases in the mid- middle weight categories for both steers and heifers. Feeder steers ranged from 330-33 per hundred weight for the 3 to 400 pound category to 230-225 for the 900 plus pound category. It was the 6 to 700 pound steers that averaged 278 per hundred weight that had the highest gain over the previous week of 440 per hundred weight. And the 3 to 400 pound steers had the largest decrease of 1050 per hundred weight ending the week at 33033. Saskatchewan heifers ranged from 259.90 for the 3 to 400 pound category to 209.80 for the 800 plus weight category. The 3 to 400 pound heifers averaged 259.90 and had the largest drop of 277 per hundred weight, while the 5 to 600 pound category had the largest increase of 284 per hundred weight to end the week at 246.17. What were the main factors behind these price changes? Well, I feel like there was many factors at play this past week from the lower Canadian dollar, strong futures, and the cost of gain we're seeing here. The price difference amongst weight categories is much about supply and demand for certain cattle. We're definitely seeing buyers paying for quality, and there seems to be some strong competition for those calves that are preconditioned and established on feed as well. What were marketing's? 
Market activity picked up again week over week in Saskatchewan. Canfax reported 16,468 head of feeder cattle at the markets, and this was up from the 7,533 the previous week. And uh, we're also a little bit below last year, which seen 18,718 heads during the same week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? The Canfax price for Alberta fed steers on January 20th was 189.40 per hundredweight, and this was up 305 compared to the 186.35 on January 13th. And the prices of Alberta cows were up again compared to January 13th. We've seen D2 slaughter cows up a dollar to average 99.79 per hundredweight, and D3 cows were up a dollar 08 to average 88. 08 per hundredweight for the week. Fonda Froats is the cattle specialist for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices were reflecting a downward trend in early trading. Viterra prices for Durham fell 18.36 at 4.55.26. Canola dropped 4.80 at 7.76.72. Yellow peas declined 4.41 at 4.63.29. Number one red spring wheat declined $1.57 at 4.12.31. The rest were unchanged. Feed barley 3.56.57. Chickpeas 11.68.45. Flax 672.90, lentils 694.40, oats 229.32, and feed wheat 289.56. On Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March went up nine and a half cents at nine twelve and a half cent a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock 842-4574. Now the latest quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 24th. The market on cows and bulls has picked up. Our last sale was on January 18th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.97 cents to $1.10. D3 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.95. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.80. Cents. Heiferettes sold from $1.54 to $1.70. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.20 to $1.40. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale of the year on January 16th. Calf market is stronger as well. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $3.27 and sold up to $3.50. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $3.16 and sold up to $3.41. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $3.18 and sold up to $3.41. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $3.07 and sold up to $3.24. 550 to 600 pound 
pound steers averaged two dollars and ninety-eight cents and sold at the three dollars and eleven cents. Six hundred to six fifty pound steers averaged two dollars and eighty-three cents and sold at the three dollars and nine cents. Six fifty to seven hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and seventy-three cents and sold at the two dollars and ninety-five cents. Seven hundred to eight hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and fifty-six cents and sold at the two dollars and eighty cents. And eight hundred to nine hundred pound steers averaged two dollars and forty-two cents and sold at the two dollars and fifty-five cents. Heifers were about forty to forty-five cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And today's Saskatchewan pork price quotes one hundred eighty-two dollars sixteen cents per ckg. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The Western Grains Research Foundation has helped the University of Saskatchewan Department of Soil Science obtain high-tech research equipment. The Research Foundation has contributed over $800,000 for two isotope mass spectrometers at a cost of $1.1 million. The equipment helps study how carbon and nitrogen move through the soil. For example, the machines can help track crop residue decomposition. Nutrients can be traced in different crop residues to see how they affect soil fertility for upcoming crops and quantify the amount of nutrients provided by the residue. This helps predict fertilizer requirements. Other applications include adjusting management to improve nitrogen use efficiency and reduce greenhouse gas emissions, improve soil carbon sequestration, and find which pulse varieties are more successful in fixing nitrogen. On the markets, the TSX is down 80 points at 20,549. The Dow has fallen 170 points to 33,563. Oil has gone up 88 cents at 81.01 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 74.60 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.